to Generation Dan, uh, a show with uh, Gen X, Gen Y, and sometimes Gen Z. Uh, As is the Gen Z way. <laughs> yeah, they're nomads. They're nomads and uh, I guess gypsies, maybe? That's, that seems... I remember when I was in high school, I would call people gypsy. I'm like, you're a gypsy. And they're like, that's... Ah. And I'm like, that kind oh. of a slur, right? For ah, the Romani people, I'm not sure. In any case, this show is brought to you by It's 90 Degrees in LA and I Live on the Second Floor. Uh, <laughs> fans make an unpredictable thing sound that do yeah. not make good for audio. I'll tell you yeah, that. So I, I am in a fanless room on the second floor. I'm Atlas Novak. I'm your millennial. Who else I'm is D here with me today? I'm Dino the Genetic Marvel. And, and I'm your Gen Xer. And our guest here uh, today, he has the most fantastic facial hair I have ever seen. Uh, he runs a show at uh, at the Improv in uh, L.A. It's Andy Ryder, everybody. Hey, what's up, guys? Just for those listening, so you understand what degree of chops these are. You could definitely make, like, two cornrows, like, down, and then have them come off his chin. They're that long. Yeah. And uh, I respect it. I respect the commitment. You know, it's yeah. a it's a solid work ethic that's untraditional for your generation, sir. That's <laughs> thank you, thank you. Like for people listening to this, it's basically imagine if okay, so you have like Chester A. Arthur's mutton chops, but they got away from him. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, it's fantastic. No, so our Gen Z person is missing today because uh, he, he is. He's moving, which is, oh, what a horrible experience moving is, just in general. Worst. It's like, and I was raised very much, hey, one trip, that's it. You don't one get two trip, trips. That's it. One trip, anything more than one trip, you either have too much stuff or not enough friends. Either one is a disgrace on your household. How dare you? Be better, right? And, uh, like, cause my dad had a machine shop. So we had like a full size truck and, uh, straps. So I would go like 15 feet in the air, just hucking stuff on top, strapping it down. I'm like, let's do it every time. My, not everyone's got a goddamn truck from a machine shop and straps. Some people have to go to like, I don't know, the U-Haul for shit like that. Yeah. Which is uh, a horrible experience. No. I moved like I think 12 or 13 times as a kid growing up like uh, all within the Charleston area so lots of lots of family trucks lots of family with trucks uh, lots of strapping things down stuff occasionally not making it stuff occasionally falling on the, in the middle of the road why uh, why why so many times because I, I was originally going to say uh, army brat but you said in the Charleston area so. yeah no 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 it was the uh, it was like a lot of um I don't know. My mom doesn't ever feel comfortable in one house. Like she's if she's in a house, she's looking at a new house. Or like there was a few times we lived in apartments between houses uh, because we sold the house but didn't have the new house yet. So we were like in an apartment for about six months to a year, and you're like, all right, this is fun, Listen, and then we move to a new place. I didn't want to say anything, but the lemon, ch the, the the mutton chops just give away your bourgeoisie lifestyle that you grew yeah. up in. Obviously, you're like, we had to move around all the time. <laughs> It's depending on the sun and what season it was. We had a different uh, area of residence. I mean, <laughs> you can catch me on season four of Succession. Uh. I don't. I don't know if you guys parents did this. And I, I think I, I'm slowly finding out that this is not the norm. But like, 
my mom, what she liked to do for fun was to go into houses that were still being built and just looking around and deciding how they should be. I was like, are we supposed to be here? She's like, it's fine. And I was like, are we moving? And she's like, no, no, I just want to look at this house. And she's like, ah, the bathroom's in the wrong place here. And I was like, why are we doing this right now? Who is this? I feel like your mom should have just gone and gone to architectural school instead of like dragging her entire family every, what, like you said, 12 to 13 times. That's roughly once yeah. a year from, uh, you know, kindergarten through when you graduate high school. That's nuts. Yeah, hey, I'm with you, man. Let's do it. Did you have to move every, did you have to change schools every time or no? No. Like we only had to change school districts like one time. The rest of the time was just within that area, just constantly moving around. I will say this. There was one time uh, we had to move because of me. I caused a problem uh, when I was like 11 or whatever. We moved briefly into my grandparents' house because they had moved to Georgia and um, we were living in their house rent free for like six months while we waited for our house that we were moving into to be built. And that house was not in my school district, but I couldn't remember the address for it. So when I went to school and they were like, hey, fill out your address. And I was like, "Uh oh, so I filled out the, a different address five or six times. And my mom was like, great. Now they know we don't live in the school district. We have to move back to that school district. So we were only in that house for like two months or something like that. And they had to move to an apartment for a few months. So that was good. Damn. Yeah, and, and and the worst part is like you're 11 or 12, so like you, your parents couldn't have been like, "Well, he's a stupid kid. He just remembered the address wrong." Yeah, yeah, they so, for sure. Yeah, that was not the. You know what? Realistically, like, did you screw up? Yes. Was it your fault? Like, ultimately, the responsibility falls to you. But is it really your fault? No. <laughs> you should have gotten like a little a little card. Be like, honey, if someone asks for your address. This is the car. Just follow it here, yeah. you know? Yeah. You guys you guys were at a perfect time with regards to your age group that there wasn't there wasn't as madness as it is where it's like people are just getting abducted now. Who knows? Like for Caleb, you're like, oh, he's definitely on that track, that's for sure. But wait, what? Yeah. This is just the safety of oh. like you can have your address and people would be okay with that, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Now oh, it's like okay. remember it because yeah. people will just ask you and they're gonna steal your entire identity. You're like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Unless you want to get doxxed or something. Um, the I love it. <laughs> it's funny because like my my mom was an army uh, an army brat, so she moved like I think like fifteen times between uh, like when she was lucid to the end of high school. Um, God. Yeah. Wow. And uh, did she like uh, go to like interesting places at least when she moved around or no? She she's lived in like uh, Connecticut, Palos Verdes, Toronto in Canada, uh, um, in Texas. In I I, I I have to like ask her because she has given it to me in bits and pieces. I've never sat down yeah. and got the comprehensive mm. like look. But realistically, yeah. as a kid, you're not going to yeah. appreciate the cool Movies. places, right? Like yeah. I. I was six years old and my parents took me to uh, a uh, amphitheater in just outside of Corinth in Greece. Wow. We heard a play that was, there's no speakers whatsoever. It was, has been fully uh, restored and you just speak and the artist, you'll hear their voice all the way in the back. Wow. You know what I wanted to go home. I was like, this sucks. Yeah. I want to go yeah. home. I'm tired. <laughs> my feet hurt. Yeah. Fat little kid. I want a hamburger. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you can't, you yeah. can't really appreciate as a as a youth, that amount of travel, it's gonna do some damage to you. Like, yeah, fuck, man. 
my it's hard enough to make friends. My my mom took or our our parents took my sister and I to England when I was three and she was six. I don't remember shit. What's even the point? I, I I would love to go to London as an adult, but like when you're three, you're like, I just figured out the toilet like a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't and know. Now they're gonna switch it up on you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that big clock thingy is, but cool, I guess. I want to go home. Uh, big clock thingy. Yeah. <laughs> well, what they call what, what these days? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who says Americans don't know geography? It's great. That's fantastic. It's... Well, we're going to continue our, our moving talk in a bit uh, and make fun of Caleb while he's not here. But first, I guess, some questions for Andy. Um, so our first one here is, what is an embarrassing song from your playlist? Um, I'm truly not embarrassed by any songs on my playlist. Like, I'm pretty okay with everything I listen to. But I will say that... Uh, Robert Palmer's uh, cover of Mercy, Mercy Me has like a really embarrassing keyboard oh. tone to it. I, I really think that's a cheesy sounding keyboard so- sound in that song, but his voice is so much better than the rest of that, that keyboard sound that I'm like, can't be. I like this song so much despite this keyboard tone. Okay, so from on, on a scale from Aha's Take On Me to Sugar Sugar, how embarrassing are we talking? Oh, I mean, those sound great in comparison to this. Like that. <laughs> The keyboard tone sounds, it's that horrible early 90s synthesized keyboard sound where it's like mm. we're trying to go for light adult contemporary jazz feel. Mm. And we don't That's want right. a real piano to really scare off people. Yeah. All right. The Berlin Wall just fell and we're going to bring on some adult contemporary. Exactly. It's 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 truly awful. But again, his voice is so much better than the rest of that. Like it soars over that that I'm like, all right, this song is still so good despite <laughs> this keyboard tone. What's the um Robert Palmer's the one who does like uh, uh you know Doctor Doctor, give me the news, I got a bad case of loving you. That's him, right? He did simply um, irresistible. Um, um I want a new drug. I want a new. Wait, no. I thought I want a new drug was Huey Lewis. Oh, that's right. You're right. It's Huey Lewis. No, what did yeah. he do? Um, and then he, he was like in a big band for a while. That also had like a couple of hits. So I'm trying to remember. He had other hits. I just can't recall off the top of my head. Um, I just remember simply irresistible because that music video is just so is so like uh, iconic in a lot of ways. Uh, sneaking Sally through the alley. Mm. No, nope, don't was... know that one. That was his debut album, apparently. Oh, uh, okay. You guys all had hippie parents with your weird music. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too high for that conversation. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. <laughs> all right. Um, and then how about the next one? Um, which is, what's something you like to do because you're an adult and no one can stop you anymore? Uh, make pancakes for dinner. I've always been a fan of uh, breakfast for dinner. Like yeah. it is a fantastic uh, feeling that you get. It's very good, but it's also like a weird thing because, like, you look back on it as a, as an adult. Like you look back on it when when it happened as a kid, and it was always moments when either your parents were way too lazy to like make an actual meal, or because you were poor and you just weren't aware of it. Because <laughs> like breakfast is like the most basic ingredients. Anything it's like here's meat, here's an egg. That yeah. we did something with. Here's some yeah. flour. I don't know. We're gonna put some oil in it. Boom! Now you got a pancake. Yeah, I feel like 
having breakfast for dinner as a kid, you're like something's gone wrong. Yeah, you're like there's yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a situation. I'm yeah. not being told something because no, 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 I'm a child, you know? There's always tears mixed in that meal somehow. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't see it, but there's definitely some tears in there. So <laughs> Okay, I never, I'll be honest with you, I've never thought about it from that perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, that's accurate, number one. <laughs> but yeah. also, but as an adult, I do not feel the same way. Like, if I say, you know what, I'm going to order some breakfast from a diner for dinner, yeah. I feel great. I'm okay. like, I am in control of my universe. I'm just oh, totally. doing whatever I want, you know? Mm -hmm. Living in the moment. It's very exciting. But as a kid, yeah, you know what? Definitely tears. That is 100% accurate. Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah, because like Brenner is so... I'm, I'm such a fan of it, and I feel like it's something that's almost stigmatized, but I don't think it needs to be. You know? You know why? It's because in the middle of the night, if you, if you pull up to a diner, Right? Yeah. Or like an IHOP. Nothing good is happening there. Nothing. Nothing beneficial for anyone is going to be having, like, someone, someone's going to have a bad time at that IHOP at three o'clock in the morning. You yeah. know, like, the, the uh, late IHOP visit, especially with us being comedians, like, you either go, go to the diner after when you had, like, such a great set and you can't, you can't just go home and go to bed. Guy did some food first or something, or it was so terrible. You're like, I need to drown this in bacon. Someone's mic is really messed up right now. It's back right now. I think it might be you, Andrew. Sorry. It, is. Yeah. it always is. Oh, wait, wait, maybe if I get headphones or something. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. just mark it down for uh, at the fourteen yeah. mark. Yeah. Sorry to cut it off, but it's just yeah. fucking horrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. That's what it sounds like. Oh, I saw you a couple times. Look at me, and I'm like, "What do you want me to do?" I've been experimenting, and I'm like, "Okay, maybe it's this button. Maybe, maybe it's me. Who knows?" No, the easy way to test is like. If it if it keeps going, it's because it, it's his phone is picking up our voice. Yeah, so I try and run it through the speaker. How's that? Now that it is... sounds like we're under a waterfall. Yeah, play with the plug a little bit. I don't really have a plug to play with. Uh, it's it's um, just connected, you know. Bluetooth so is good. Okay. Yeah. So so just be careful as to how close the mic is, like. Because right now it sounds okay. Yeah. Yeah. And now it sounds great. Okay. Let's yeah. we'll we'll pick up from here. Okay. So okay. Uh, so something about oh yeah, I remember what I was talking about. Um, yes. Okay. So, uh, either you just had like a fucking fantastic set and you gotta you gotta just talk with your friend and like get some food, or it's like that that meme with SpongeBob in the diner where you're just like, I bombed pretty hard. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But that's for sure. I don't think it necessarily like that's not always the case for everybody. Like sometimes it, it, it Brenner seems to be like this weird uh like polarization of feeling. Um where it's either you're having like a fun night out or everything's going fucking awful and I need food. It's never just I, like I, oh, I feel like it's a, a Hail Mary attempt at recovery, too, right? Mm. Like, 
if things are going too awesome, the last thing you want to do is if it's going too awesome is you don't want to go off a cliff, right? You want to just come back down to normal, you know, I have a nice meal, go home, sleep in. I'm good. I wake up not hungover and I didn't die. Right. Whereas if you uh, are having just a shit show of a day, I remember when we would volunteer, we would have to move stuff. We were part of a, we would volunteer for a festival night for an old age home and they would do like a lot of their fundraising that night. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would be like breaking down the, the, the scenery and stuff and, and shipping it back to the old age home. But we'd have to do it immediately right afterward. So we would work till like eight o'clock in the morning oh and at eight o'clock we'd go get breakfast. Right. And yeah. you get like a fucking pig's breakfast, like dude, a bunch of McGriddles and you're like just the worst stuff you can get at McDonald's, like six uh, hash browns and stuff you're like nothing good for you but when you do that you're kind of like you know what i got a full tummy and nobody got hurt nah, it was a good night you know it's we brought it back everything's gonna be fine now i'm gonna go sleep yeah. for the rest of the day you know yeah did you guys grow up with like waffle houses did you guys have you guys have waffle houses no no we had like i'm in toronto and we had uh like by the time I was like 16, 17, we had a couple 24-hour Denny's in my area, which were fantastic. But yeah. not really much other than that that was 24 hours that like you should not be at. Like it was not safe if you had girls with you, for sure. Uh, I I'm I am a, a SoCal kid. So, no, okay. not a lot of wife uh, houses out, out here in SoCal. Uh that was something I had to get used to, actually, is that, like, Denny's in the Southeast is considered trash. Really? Like, yeah, we're like, this is not good. Like, like, like they would have, like, the lowest possible rating on their restaurant as far as, like, you know, is this place clean and stuff like that? So, I was like, you don't go to Denny's? Why? That's bad, you know? And so, like, we had Waffle Houses, and Waffle Houses, like, uh, I don't know how to keep it clean. Uh, I remember one time, like, driving by one, and they clearly, there was cops outside, there was broken yeah. glass. Uh, I looked at apparently a man with a shotgun just showed up to that Waffle House, but they were still serving customers too. Yeah, the fact that there's literally an index to like show how bad a natural disaster is based off of Waffle House. Mm -hmm. It is, it is like it's terrible, but it's resilient. You know. You know what? I think that's the key, though, is that you still got service. Yeah, Mm -hmm. shit might go down. But you know what? It was mind your own business. Mm-hmm. And service continues. That's I'm okay with that. I am yeah. okay with that. That uh, uh, like I'm not gonna bring my wife, but at the same time, I might go just to have a story because it'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, I your wife, so you have a witness. Uh, yeah. She's got a staff, and uh, I remember one time being at a Waffle House with like uh, my brother and his wife and my wife, and we were just sitting there. It was like one o'clock in the morning. And then walks, walks a couple, and the woman had not finished doing her Halloween tiger makeup, so it was just on half her face. Okay. And the other half was plain, and she clearly looked annoyed that she'd only had time to do half her face. But I was like, so we're all seeing this now, right? A woman with half tiger makeup just walked in here. So it's like half, fa- so it's like Phantom of the Opera. It is. <laughs> yes. Hey, yes. She was going to stab someone. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's how that story goes. She had a coin, and one half had heads and the other had half a tiger on it and she was like maybe you know oh wait no 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 even better phantom of the opera in zootopia yes yes Yes. there you go Mm. exactly there it is that seems fair yeah let's see the gross happy of face so i can go 
<laughs> I'm see, I'm bad because like I'm very used to people looking at me because I'm six foot two and you know four hundred pounds. Right. I'm a huge person, right? Like, yeah. uh, so I'm like I can fill up a doorway. I'm used to people looking at me, but when someone weird walks in, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like every time, yeah. I'm like, oh, I feel bad for that because it's not nice, right? But at the same time, like, look, if Andrew walked in, I'm like, what the fuck? How'd you do that, man? Like immediately, you know. It's, Why not? Well, I feel like I just get it out of the way, and then you know we could just get back to normalcy, you know? Because I'm gonna wonder, like, if you walk up and you go and shake my hand, and you only got two fingers, and be like, "Yo, I need a story. Tell me that," you know? <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck not? So, if you're not embarrassed. I want to hear a story. So I noticed you're missing three fingers. Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "I still got one," and then it's like this. So he's like trying to flip you off. But like, it's like less effort, right? You, you just okay. So it's the equivalent of just doing this. Hey, yeah. that's fine. Hey, then I know that they're an asshole. I didn't yeah. want them to get to know you anyway, man. <laughs> but like, the best story I heard about that, or or witnessed with that, was uh, I went to an old timey theater uh, to watch. I took two friends to watch uh, Event Horizon because they had Sweet. never seen it, and it's an awesome horror movie. It was on like yeah. uh, it was on the. Day it was Devil's Night, I think that it was playing, mm -hmm. and so we saw it. Awesome! And as we're leaving, uh, like people, some people were dressed up, right? And it was like, okay, whatever, just for Halloween. And there was a guy at one of the counters. So as people are leaving, he had a patch on his eye, and it was kind of fancy. Okay, uh, so he's sorry, you know, he was walking out. And a girl who was like super, super chipper was working like a popcorn counter. She's like, oh my God, I love your eye, your eye patch costume. He's like, it's not a costume. And she was like, oh, <laughs> like, damn, I just love the story, man. It's so great because her positivity is just gone forever. It was just never talk to anyone. No compliments to strangers ever again. It's hilarious. She could have just said, oh, like your eye patch then, you know? You would think, but as soon as she said costume, you were like, uh oh. Yeah. And I'm not 100%. He may have been lying because it did look very fancy, but I don't mm -hmm. know if it was like fancy costume or fancy, I've invested in this identity that has been thrust upon me. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. It's a fair. It's a, I, like, look, if you're going to have an eye patch, you might as well double down and get it with like a laser or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You got to do some <laughs> awesome stuff to it, make it fun. You know, have it like glitter like differently from different angles. So people come walking this way, it says "fuck you." I don't know something. My mom has the my mom my mom has this bowl that she keeps in her living room. It's basically a disco ball, the mm -hmm. the bowl. So at certain times of the day, the whole room just lights up. Yeah. Dis so basically, a disco eye. And then <laughs> yeah. So he's just outside, and it's just <laughs> like every Halloween, he goes as the Borg. I feel that would be a thing. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Like, what? Listen, there's no harm in having it picked out for you. And if anything, you can invest in the same outfit, and it'll be the realist. It's very mm -hmm. cool. You know, just I think that's reasonable. I do feel like with prosthetics and stuff like that, like you know how good the person's insurance is based on how good their prosthetics or their like, you know, piece of muscles. Like how? Oh, you just have a wooden. You don't even have a wooden hand. You just have a piece of wood where a hand would be. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. It's it's the degree of ninja grip that you still have. Yeah. Depends yeah. on how good the insurance is. Yeah. No, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. 
There's a I lot had a classmate whose uh, dad made prosthetics like in his basement, which like sounds like 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 he ran his own shop. But whatever he first said that, like he was like, I want to be like my dad. And we're like, oh, what does that mean? He's like, I want to make prosthetic limbs. I was like, whoa, okay, what? Okay, damn. He's like, no, 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 that's what my dad does. I was like, oh, okay, good, 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 okay. For a living, like for other people, not just for himself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he walks around with six arms. He's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, basically, so he just wants to be Doc Ock, but he's like for shits and giggles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That is not a good image for people. <laughs> no. No, but, like, that's a cool thing to do for people, right? Like, there's been a huge... I never realized how insane that industry is because there are a lot of people who do do the prosthetics, uh, like, 3D printed at home, and, like, it's just, a, like, a basic kit. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay. Because it's, it's crazy expensive to get one. Like, you see people who are like, oh, it's carbon fiber and stuff. And you're like, yeah, man, that is like top tier stuff. Like, that is not accessible by a lot of people. There was yeah. a, I, I read this story about this knight in the Holy Roman Empire who had his hand lopped off. So he had his, a, a blacksmith make him an iron hand that basically could have be open or squeeze closed. So he yes. could just squeeze it closed and put a sword in there. And just like be a knight, yeah, and that's crazy. And this is like you know, fifteenth century, sixteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth, sixteenth century, and there is a prosthetic hand. That's amazing. See, yeah, that's why I get people who like really indulge in the steampunk type stuff, where you're like, yeah, it looks mm-hmm. wild. Why? Because it was awesome. You know, can you think about some old timey guy with like a steam engine on his back to? I have a motor motorized hand. You're like, mm-hmm. that's insane. I love yeah. it. You know? This is pre-steam engine too. This is like Yeah, like, but yeah. that's why like there were prosthetics for all sorts of situations. Like that kind of stuff was as well, realistically, back then people got limbs to, taken away from them, right? So yeah. it wasn't yeah. like, oops, it was more fuck that guy. You know, like huh? it was a different environment to live in. Yeah. What was that cool scene in Army of Darkness where Ash has to change out his chainsaw hand for like a metal hand that he crushes things with? I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. I like that. Absolutely. That's the that's the thing about the the knight with the iron hand. You can watch it after, but just oh, like, I'm definitely gonna yeah. watch that after. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. Uh, the the third question that I completely forgot about. Uh, oh yeah. There we yeah. go. The last one. Yeah. What is the first time you felt like a grown up? Yeah. Um. Really had grown upness thrown upon you, really. Yeah. I don't. I didn't. Uh, I think I did ever feel like it was thrust upon me. I just felt like at some point I had to accept that this is what I was because I was waiting for the feeling to hit. But I don't feel like I accepted. Like I wasn't. I wasn't gonna get the feeling until I was like thirty. I was like, well, I'm thirty. So I'm this whatever this thing is that's supposed to be like I'm an adult now. It's like well it's not happening. I mean like at the time I think I had like a house and stuff like that and paid a mortgage and, stuff like, and I still felt like mm, I feel like there's supposed to be something more adult happening right now. I just don't know what it is. Uh, but I was just like no nope, because this is what an adult is. So I was thirty. But also like my mom was like twenty when she had me and my grandpa grandmother was sixteen when she had my mom. So I was like I don't think the feeling ever. <laughs> So you just start taking responsibility for things. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 
See, that's yeah. I think that's interesting because, like, my my parents had me at forty. So okay. the the contrast of like, especially even growing up, where seeing how I interacted with my parents versus I was seeing how like my classmates interacted with their parents. Their parents just had like energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like growing up, like the the baseline reaction to a lot of stuff from my parents was, "I'm too tired for this shit." <laughs> just that, that this this thing with the hand like oh yeah yeah whatever yeah, like, yeah. but i feel I, like if, if you're like 20 you, you're like you know you're playing with your kid and you're like helping them learn and grow and like as they're kind of like coming into their own a, a adults and for my parents they were just like my dad had three degrees by the time i was born and was like a medical doctor and a phd and it's like dude uh. See, that's the thing, though, is like when in your twenties, you kind of you still don't have your shit together. That makes it a very different environment where you're like, "Hey, ah, you know what? This is the party line. Everybody's gonna have a hand on it. Okay, everyone's got a job. Everyone's yeah. got to do shit, right?" Like for me, I was the youngest of five. When my parents were having kids, by the time I rolled around, they didn't have much more fight. Man, they lost the fight as soon as I was hitting puberty. It was over. Like, they could not. They're just like, oh, who gives a shit? Just uh, do whatever you want. Just fuck off, kid. Like, yeah. they did not care, right? So, like, it's a whole other environment. And, like, yeah, especially, can you imagine? Like, even now, even my wife and I, we're still thinking about kids, even though we're a little bit older, right? Mm-hmm. I look a lot older than I actually am. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm aging like milk on the outside. But, yeah. uh, you know, ultimately, it, it's still a thought where it's like, hey, man, that's retirement age, and my kid will be going to university. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, nah, that's, a, that's not a fun thing. I don't feel like that's a comfortable thing for me to enjoy, you know? That's what, weird. What? To be retiring as your kid goes off to college, or and there's a, there's a fifty fifty chance I'm not going to last that long in and of itself, right? Like, I'm um, I'm a ticking time bomb. Even I went to go buy weed the other night, and the guy was like, "I'm like, hey, I want something that'll help me sleep, but also something else that will get me really fucked up because I'm fat and I do drugs. So, like, what do you got?" And he was like, "Uh, okay, give me a second. And then he found it out, and I'm like, "Hey, man, you know, listen, I'm a ticking time bomb. I'm gonna enjoy the time I have left." Fuck yeah. it, I don't give a shit anymore, right? I just love the idea of the guy being like, hang on, he's basically like Ollivander in Harry Potter where he's like picking out wands for yeah. you. <laughs> like, That's exactly how I treat people at the weed store. I'm like, hey, <laughs> I need something that will really kick the shit out of me because like, something that will beat the shit out of a normal, like a regular pot smoker, mm-hmm. that's what I have. Like, And I don't smoke that much, but... I'm just very fat. Yeah. So All right. it's like it's, it's indica wood with the sativa core and <laughs> and it's good for hexes. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like that's the new that's Oh god. What oh, bud yeah. tender odd bud tenders are like so basically to yeah. the millennials listening to this and you're like, I wanna be in the Harry Potter. Go to a weed dispensary. That's the closest yeah. you're gonna get. I feel that that's an yeah. uh, that's an art that's a new art mm-hmm. of being able to write like let's be honest like uh, a sommelier for wine mm-hmm. that guy's an asshole right like it's not to say that he hasn't achieved a great thing as a sommelier but he's also a fucking douchebag right 
Yeah. Whereas you're like somebody who knows weed that can tell you about weed. You're like, hey man, he's you know, uh, 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 someone for the people. You're like, he's helping yeah. you out because the man can't help you. Yeah, I think it's good. Do you feel like so super common within uh, the world of weed though, as far as like people who really know everything, or is that just like sort of a rarity that like movies have kind of been like, this is the guy, this is what it is? Because like I feel like most people, I have friends who sell weed, and I'm like, you are not a person I would take recommendations. <laughs> like, I don't smoke it or whatever, but as like a regular person, I was like, I don't take advice from you or recommendations for things. Yes. So, I can actually weigh in on this. <laughs> let's, um, yeah, want Atlas? Yeah, I want to hear yours too. Okay, I used to work at a weed dispensary. Um, mm-hmm. So, now, grant, granted, I was the receptionist to begin with. So, yeah. Um, but at a certain point, my manager was like, I want to make you a butter, butt tender. I'm like, I don't know how to get this across to you. I don't smoke weed as much as you think I do, I know zero things about it. And I, what, how, am I, how am I going to recommend it to people? And he goes, literally, you can just guess and it'll be fine. So that that is how you know. Yeah, they're just making also shit true. up. Yeah, also true. So. Look, that's see, but the difference is this: it's the same idea. Like when I was growing up, was before the internet, so people had to be convincing in how they told you stuff, right? Like that is a lost art amongst yours and the next generation, where people just lie and you're like. You have so many points where that could have been made believable, and you just you just fucked it, right? You just your delivery's all off. You're like you started at the high, you ended on the low, you got everything backwards, and you made it just too unbelievable to be believable. You they, know they, they don't make grifters like they used to. They don't wow. listen. Uh, sh- listen, charlatan. Being a charlatan is a skill set that is coming back. Okay, because yeah. I believe Instagram is the charlatans a world. That's that's oh, yeah. I'm a firm believer, right? Because let's be honest, there's been too many reports of people getting pooped on that I'm like, listen, I don't think you guys are being honest on here to be like, <laughs> this is some weird shit you guys are doing, and it's it's weird, right? Where did you uh, Amber heard that? I saw those pictures, man. That was a full deuce. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that 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 was bigger than the dog. You can't. No one was gonna believe. See, same thing. If she was like, hey, someone brought a big dog and the dog dropped a deuce. That's believable. But saying it was those little teacup dogs, you're like, listen, no one's believing that. That's not going to happen. <laughs> See? Yeah, their ass better be what? hanging out. Yeah. Exactly. No, they would have been turned inside out with that yeah. jump. Are you kidding? Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but that's 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 why it's just so weird, right? And that's uh, like now I'm at a point where I'm I've lost my willingness to try and uh, explain to people that I know that they're full of shit. So I just go, oh, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> so the, the, I'll just say, hey, do you have an opinion on this? And the guy will be like, oh, yeah, this is good. And I'm like, okay, I'll try it. I'm like, okay, no, he's an idiot. That's fine. Yeah. I can't, I can't let someone being an idiot and thinking they're an expert. I'm an, look, look, man, I've, I was a financial planner, uh, Andrew, for 15 years. Like I got a watch and everything from this company. Mm-hmm. It was a great responsibility. I managed millions of dollars. And you know what? There's been times I went for a haircut and some guy started giving me investment advice. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's cool. Super oh. duper, man. That's a great plan. And I'm just like, I walk away and he's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know a lot about investments. Okay. Yeah. Great. No, you know nothing. You know nothing. And you know what? I don't give a shit. I just knew whatever you were saying, that the opposite, that would make more money. 100% of the time. That's fine. But that's what people do. That's so, yeah, like... I don't think people are actual experts. I think people 
can regurgitate information well, because a lot of times mm -hmm. it's written well, like on a menu going, oh, this is this dish, and blah, blah, blah. It's a steak and potatoes. What more do you need? Just fucking eat steak and potatoes, asshole. You know? So, it's yeah. the same principle. It's more so people relaying their experience is something that I uh, uh, trust, but also, you know, you gotta vet it where you're going, oh, that guy's an asshole. Whatever. Fine. Oh. So be it. Which I feel like a lot more people are now. Well, you guys, hold on. Uh, Andrew, you're also in LA? Yeah. You are okay. So is it like, because you guys are, are, that's a weird place to live, right? Like, people are weird there. No? Yeah. Go on. My experience, but yeah, maybe. So it's like, it's, it's, I don't, you by weird. Well, like, I'm, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain. Like, every time I hear of somebody who's gone to LA and I'm like, hey, how was it? They're like, it's, weird. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's not a good enough description for me. I just know that it's not... like Things that are normal there are not normal out anywhere else in the universe. Like It just has its own... I, I will say this. like Whenever people visit LA and they're like, it's weird, I'm like, where did you go? And they're like, you know, Hollywood. I was like, oh, the place where people dress up like Spider-Man and Superman yeah. and yeah. hang out with touristy attractions. Yeah, that's a weird place to go. Don't go there. Of course you're yeah, gonna see so it, that's fair. That's a fair point. It's always fun when someone comes to LA and they're like, "I want to experience the real LA." I'm like, "Where'd you go so far?" They're like, "I went to uh, I, I went to uh, the the Walk of Fame." I'm like, "All right, Ibn Batuta, let's go somewhere else." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you see a lot of where all the break dancers are. Yeah, because you're paying them to be there. Like, why would they yeah. not be there? There was a man dressed as a robot. Yeah, you were giving him cash. Of course, he's going to continue to be a robot. Yeah. Um, well, now, now I feel a bit stupid, so thank you both for that. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always feel bad when, like, you ever have that problem where someone goes, I'm coming to your city, what should I do? And then you just forget everything fun there is to do yeah. ever. You're like, uh, fuck, I don't know. Um, I think it's because what's fun for you as you live there is different than someone visiting, you know? Yeah. I honestly yeah. tell people not to visit when they're like, I'm gonna come visit LA. I'm like, to see me or just to visit, or like, just to visit LA. I'm like, don't come here. It's not, it's not a good vacation spot unless you're like really into like celebrities or something like that. And even then, they're not in LA. So, like, I'm like, go to San Diego. San Diego is fun. There's like a cool zoo and like it's a it's a fun time. Whereas like yeah. I feel in I feel like in LA, everybody is working towards something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. that's not like a fun, that's not a fun thing to be in really and truly. It's yeah, like LA the mecca of charlatans. It's it's the mecca of charlatans. Let's be honest. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And some of them are very good. That's, yeah, right? that's their whole thing. Oh. So, I have a I had a friend who used to live out here, but his job was literally to help people who had just who'd like maybe moved here like a month or so ago because of some charlatan had told them something, and then they got out here and like, wait, this isn't at all what I thought it was going to be. And then he yeah. helped them like find bus money to get back to where they were from. He's like, okay, uh, here's what's going to happen. <laughs> there are no weed farms here in L.A. You are not going to be a farmer of weed here in L.A., okay? That's not going to happen. Yeah. You are going to get bus money. You are going to go back to Iowa, yeah. and you're going to be a wiser person for it. <sighs> I feel like a lot of times when people are like, we've made progress in the world, and then you hear a story like that, you're like, we're all still idiots. 
Like we're yeah. all still fucking morons. It, it, it's the equivalent of like jacking off with your right hand all the time, and your left arm has become a shriveled husk. And so, like, some things have advanced, and others have not. Uh, right. I think that's a you kind of problem. Yeah. <laughs> Atlas is like, by the way, you guys know that wizard? If you do, you let me know where he is. I'm going to get him. I've been to, I've been to San Diego a lot and, and been jacking it in San Diego. No, <laughs> so bad. Oh, that's my favorite song from South Park, just jacking it in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, sir. Obviously, it's the best song. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh God, T Caleb's moving right now. I so if anybody remembers our John D. Ruddy episode where I recorded that on my phone yeah. uh, and and dropped out in the middle of it, and yeah. uh, so the reason for that was I had just moved into the this apartment where I am now, and our internet wasn't set up yet, and I, and I think I ran out of data in the middle of. The yeah. In the middle of the thing. Um, so I can just say, after this last move, I am never not getting movers ever again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to have movers now. Yeah. Sure. I, 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 the, the, the days of I'll, I'll give you, I'll get you pizza if you help me move. And then like trying to do like eight trips in my car. It's just no. It's not. I'm telling you. One yeah. trip, buddy. One yeah. trip. Change your life. Yeah, one trip. If you can't, if you can't do it, you either don't have enough friends or no. you have too much stuff. It's, fair, it's a fair, it's a fair principle to live by. The 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 thing that what made it worse though was uh, my girlfriend and I both had COVID. We we both got Omicron from her family. So when we hired the movers, the initial idea was we were like we had everything boxed up and we were going to be like, okay, uh, we'll we'll like help you carry it out to the truck and then. Um, we had to go to both my girlfriend's place um, and, and my place to get our stuff and then move it into the one apartment. Um, but uh, this time with COVID, we like her and I just stood outside of the building. We were just like, good luck. Uh, <laughs> and I felt terrible because like, I knew they're like, what, they're not going to help? Jesus. Like, um, but just didn't want to. Pretty much. Yeah. See, that's it. Yeah. Like, I've, I'm a fan of... Even into when I moved into, uh, uh, I moved in with my wife and her family, mm -hmm. um, was like I put a but stuff that I wanted to keep, ended up being like sixteen of the big Rubbermaids, and everything else just got thrown away. I'm like, that's fine. Those, that's just it was clothes, uh, like a few uh, like memorabilia, a few random things. That was it. And I'm like, no, the rest is it's not important. Mm -hmm. I think I think actually there was like three pieces of furniture I actually kept, and that's mm -hmm. only because like my parents bought them and they're they were actually pretty cool. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I want to keep that, right? Yeah. Everything else, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Just yeah. It, it it feels nice to get new stuff too every so mm -hmm. often, right? That's like I hate redecorating because that seems like a waste of time, but moving and buying new stuff, that's I enjoy that. <laughs> um, growing up, my my mom always like made us every six months or so. Go through your shit. We're, we're, we're giving stuff away to, to Goodwill. Go through your toys. Go through your books. Whatever. Um, so now, like, I don't need to do that Marie... Marie uh, what is it? Calendar? Marie Kondo? Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo. 
Because Marie, Marie, like, Marie Calendar is a different story. Yeah. When you yeah. microwave frozen meal. Uh, That's right. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Ron Marie. Anyway, so I don't need to do the whole does this spark joy thing because it's been so ingrained into me from the beginning. Yeah, Marie Calendar does not spark joy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it no. sparks diarrhea. <laughs> Dude, I still, I still have screenshots of that entire thread, and it was insane. Wait, wait Marie the... Calendar. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks, Marie Calendar. Yeah. Yeah. I did a whole segment <laughs> on another show. And yeah. like it was fifteen minutes of me reading through all the tweets and them going back and then calling their vaginas Virginias. You're like, yeah. what the hell is happening? It was a great story. <laughs> Dude, it's as good as thanks Obama. He's like, Thanks, Marie Calendar. I'm like, this is <laughs> so good. Oh. And the pie was so burnt. It's like, you couldn't fuck it up. How did you fuck it up? I don't understand. Oh my God. It's like magic. Classic Marie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice. What? Which part? It's anyone who's Marie is listening. He's like, fuck uh, you, man. Yeah, come on. <laughs> like, come on. Like, Mary fun lady you know yeah yeah but marie you're like mm, oh she might be a snitch let's be honest that's <laughs> doesn't give off those kind of vibes it's fair uh there's marie curie the the chemist and and she died uh, man she died yeah. and she did not go alone okay she affected people <laughs> yeah Hey, you know what? At least he's not a, a CFC slash lead and gasoline guy. <laughs> God, yeah, I did that clip yeah. this week. Yeah. Oh, God, I forget what his what, what was his name was. It, it's, uh, it's such a generic ass name, and I can never remember it. Um, something Junior. It's the guy. Yeah. It's uh, Andrew. We. Uh, it was a show, an episode we did a while ago. It just got released this past week. Thomas Midley Junior. Yeah, yeah, where he was the guy who added lead to gas. And as well, he's the one that created CFCs. You're like, those are two two events that literally like decimated mankind on a global level. Uh, yeah. And you're like, that guy is is you know worse than Hitler. Like he's the <laughs> like he's literally destroyed generations worth of of motor skills. Like God, man, like it's yeah. brutal. Oh my God. Okay, so. I, I, I was talking to a friend from high school this week, do you know? Yeah. And he reminded me of this time in history class where we had to do presentations on uh, uh, dictators. And uh, this one. As one does. Okay. okay. So, he got all the good ones. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. So this one kid, uh, he got Hitler because he was lucky. Um, oh, I don't know. Let's maybe okay. that's not how you'd word that. He, I wouldn't he say was, he got Hitler like a lucky guy. He, he oh. was lucky. He was lucky, and that was an easy dictator to research. Uh, uh, a plethora of research material. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So this kid discovered, like, just discovered how to do like the transitions in PowerPoint between oh. slides. Oh, so no. he he decided to do. Like a different one for every slide. What he didn't realize was that between the photos of the mass graves at Auschwitz and a picture of Hitler himself was the heart transition. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was spot on, uh, just not appropriate. Like, but that's like, the right thing, but you know, not in a nice way. It was, it was like buried in my psyche, and then... 
when this friend, it, was, it all came pouring back. Because I remember exactly what happened. Mr. Lee, my history teacher, like ran over and he was like, turn off the transitions. Shut it off. Shut it off. Like, yeah. Wait, hold on. Uh, quick question. Was it from the uh, from Auschwitz to Hitler or from Hitler to Auschwitz? Which way was for which what was inside the heart? Let's put it that way. Auschwitz to Hitler. So it goes like the heart transitions from the center of the 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 Auschwitz wow. and then it radiates out and there's Hitler's face. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's much worse. Yeah. <laughs> What was the song? What was the song? Did he have songs in his transitions as well or no? No, no. I don't think he either didn't figure it out or just decided not to do them. But you can uh, tell he didn't put any thought into it. He's like, this one goes here, and this one goes yeah. here, and this one goes here, and this one goes here. And just like... <sighs> you know what? There's a certain enjoyment of life that the youth have that is just lost. It's, it's wasted on them because... <laughs> You know that that will live on forever, and that teacher's mind is like, I almost. If anyone finds out about that, I'm going to get fired because that happened in my class. <laughs> Just because I saw it happen, I'm going to lose my job. You know? Nah, Can you imagine what would happen if somebody heard about that now? Like if that happened at a regular school, someone would lose their mind. Mm-hmm. Like, not someone. There would be a herd of people out there in a, what two three days. You'd have a yeah. protest on your hands. If it's where you guys are, oh my god! Oh my god! I can't even remember the kid's name. I just remember that day. It's probably for the best because <laughs> it was the kind of thing where we were just like, uh, you know, presentation day. Everyone's on edge. Everyone's nervous, sure. and then like the people who have done their presentation, they just zone out. Um, but it's just like immediately after that, everyone perks up. We're like, what the fuck? Uh, great. <laughs> Did you did you ever have anything like that happen, like a like a presentation or anything in school that just went horribly wrong for? No, I don't think so. Like I, I my presentations were always I, I never tried. I, I I was that kid who like, um, like didn't really pay attention to other people's presentations. So if something did happen, I wasn't aware of it at the time because like, I got uh, uh, I got called out a lot in class because my mind would just wander a lot during class, and I would come back to and like, uh oh. Like, I remember one time, um, my teacher would, like, sent me home with a report card that just said, like, Andy often doesn't appear to be mentally in my class, but then he knows the answer, so I guess he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the best result. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's not paying attention, but he is, so. Yeah. Know, it could be worse, I guess. That's yeah. fine. I was just really good at memorizing the text from the night before. Like, I would just read the chapter ahead of time, like, all right, you know this, okay, good. And then I was, like, kind of fade out. That's uh, winning at, at uh, you know, uh, uh, government education. You're like, yeah, you won. Good job. That's, yeah, that's fair. Good about it. I, I think as long as you learn the material, that's not necessarily a problem, is it? Listen, yeah, it's not. It's, look, look, regular school is not beneficial to you as a human being, right? Like, you have to make some serious choices as, a, uh, as an adolescent that govern uh, a lot of your future, that you are incapable of making those decisions at that time. Let's be honest, okay? Like, the yeah. idea of going into higher education before you're actually a person, like, think about it. Those people that you went to school with that were super, super about their studies and, and mm-hmm. were always stressed out and they were just thinking about their grades, like, they're not good people. Like, they have not... If they've stayed with that high-pressure learning and got on to be a doctor of medicine or something like that you're like yeah they're not good people 
They're assholes. And why? It's because they, they were burdened so much with education that they forgot to be human. Right? Yeah. And it's 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 very weird, right? Mm-hmm. So Well, the 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 point of like public school at least is just like, you know, so you can read, so you can do math and all, all the stuff you need to like interact with society. Uh, but also there's that portion of it where it's kind of teaching you how to be good at office work, like get used to the nine to five grind and stuff. Like sure. I, yes, but also it doesn't identify people who aren't fit for that and then give them a solution. Yeah. I think, that's I think that's the problem, true. right? Like, yeah, look, a lot of people, like, let's be honest, right? Of the people you meet, especially in comedy, you realize some people you're like, oh, you should never procreate. You're like, you're an idiot. Like, that's just <laughs> yeah. not at all. Like, it's okay. Like, they're not going to go around murdering people, but you're like, that, your genes should stop there. Like, there's no reason that should continue, right? Mm-hmm. So, in the same sense, people who can't work in an office environment or, or like, I've had, in the time that I worked for a financial institution, like, a lot of those years were spent in a bank branch, and uh, it was the worst, because I'd say, fuck shit, cock and balls all the time, and people were like, you swear a lot, and I'm like, no, I swear an adequate amount, because this place is horrible. And people yeah. were like, you shouldn't talk about that way about your employer. And I'm like, then my employer should have paid me to not talk that way. That's how that works. Yeah, well, listen, I'm Greek. I am a bastard. That's, you know? That's fair. So, but, well, I, think yeah. it's, I think the idea that college should be every for everybody is a bad idea. Like just, and I went to like a college that was like notorious for like taking everybody just because they knew financially it would work out for them. But then like when our when because of the low grades, like our school started to drop in ranking, like nationally, they're like, okay, we got to stop this. I'm like, yeah, it's probably a good idea. Uh, stop just taking money from people who don't need to be in college. Like they're not, they, they're not a good student, you know? See, and see on my, from my perspective, I'm like, if someone gets to college and I say within what, two months, you can kind of figure out, Hey, I don't think this kid's going to benefit from this scenario is then you have like, they've paid for that year. So you're like, okay, help them figure out what they should do with their life because this isn't it. You yeah. know, like I feel like there's a there's a, a fair argument into using a year like not a year like you know how people are like, Oh, I'm gonna take a year off, you're like, You're an asshole, right? But mm-hmm. other people are like, Oh, I'm gonna go get a job and try and have a real life and see how that is and realize what I'm fighting for, right? Because if you have a shit job and you're going, Oh, I'm gonna do this and save some money and you realize, Oh, this job is horrible. I want to get an education so I never have to work in this environment ever again. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is a fair education. That is a learning experience that you'll benefit from. Realizing, yeah. oh, you know what? I don't want to be a waiter. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. That's what my mom did. I think she said, like, her first year of high school, she was just like, yeah, I don't want to go to college. And then, like, after a year of, like, being, like, a secretary or something like that, she's like, I hate this. I'm going to go to college now. Uh, this is all. I was like, smart. I mean, uh, if, th- if that's what it takes for people to, like, realize they want to go to college, then good. What's, diff- what's bad is when your whole life you're told, you must go to college or else uh, you're fucked. D- take out the loans, it's fine. Y- your job will pay for them. Uh, everybody, Everything's going to be nice and cool. Just go to college and everything will be all right. And then we did, yeah. and now we're all in debt. And, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. well... That's the same issue with regards to the fact that you have a for-profit 
medical system and now education and debt system, right? Like yes. those are three systems that under no circumstances should be very profitable. They should be like reasonably profitable so that they can assist more and more people. That's fair. Yes. They should like, they should not operate at a loss. They should operate at a, everything is okay and paid for the lights will stay on. That's what they should operate as. Right. So the idea that people are profiting from, education you're like that's fucked because then they have an interest in what is they're educated on then with debt it being you know for profit people will just take advantage of and make you borrow and borrow and borrow and charge more and more and more because they can't mm -hmm. and then of course the health system god damn it you guys are dicks <laughs> right but what are you gonna do adopt me do you know are you <laughs> kidding me <laughs> You have direct I'll, access to my wealth. Forget that. I'll wear a propeller cap. I'll do anything. Just <laughs> you have to le learn the tuba and walk behind me at all times. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. I played trumpet as a kid. I'm sure I can figure it out. Uh... Have you seen? There's a, a lady who's very, very small, but has a son who's very, very tall, and he plays the trombone, <laughs> and he'll play while she's walking. Like well? she leans over, he's like. And makes fun of her the whole time. It's very entertaining. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a there's a lot of weird stuff on uh, uh, TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, man. Mm -hmm. It's like this show, which yeah. who the fuck yeah. knows what's happening here? Let's be yeah. honest. I gotta say, I am learning about sweat glands I didn't know I had right now. So you're just lucky that you can't see the the actual sweat. It's just a glow. But 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 from here, I am learning that uh, I am glad that I have running water and can shower after this. Hey. And also, I'm probably going to shave my head. Not like bald, but just trim it a lot because it just it's thick and it's hot and I, I can't. I can't. Anymore. Number one, yeah. fuck you and your luxurious hair. Uh, number one, okay, and, yeah. and, and number two, yeah, man, just go hose yourself down. That's the best part. Especially in like hot weather, the cold, a cold shower, it feels great, yeah. right? Yeah. And you, you come out shivering and you're like, yes, finally. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I hate, I hate the summertime. It's a fat guy. Me too. It's the worst season. Everyone's like, I can't wait for summertime. Beach time. Fuck you. I can, like, summer. Okay. All of the, okay. I went to the women's march at LA yesterday. And I'm sick of all the political fuckery happening during summer. Just once, I want to be able to take it to the streets during sweater weather. Can I just have that happen once? Please. My dumbass... I get that logic. Dumbass, that is fair yeah. logic. It is, yeah. you know? My dumbass put on sunscreen on my face. And then my sweat caused it to get into my eyes. And I was just, like, crying in pain. Uh, Not uh. like... Crying out of pain, but just like shedding tears, trying to get the the sunscreen yeah. out, and like then I got home and my girlfriend was like, "You know that there's body sunscreen and face sunscreen, right? You probably put body sunscreen on your face, which you're not supposed to do." And I was like, "I didn't know, dude. I just thought sunscreen was sunscreen." I, okay? I suppose I know it's still a thing. I didn't know there was face sunscreen either. I was like, I still think that's a lie. I was like, mm, show me the space sunscreen that you're talking about. Listen, just know. That Katie saw you put it on and said, I'm, "This is a teaching moment," and uh, he's going to remember this if I play this right. Yeah. She saw you put it on, and she's like, "He's going to cry," and I'm going to pounce, and he's going to yeah. learn. 
just to learn that I know yeah. things. That's fair. That's that's welcome. You are already married, sir. <laughs> so, so we're like we're we're like uh, uh, marching through the streets. They're like repeal Roe. Hell no! And then like that's happening. I'm like water. Somebody like I I was half hoping the riot cops would show up with hoses just so I could stand in the the, the hose blast and just get the sunscreen out of my eyes. Like, <laughs> oh man. I feel like that logic works until you actually get hit by it and realize that you've made a catastrophically horrible decision. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's it'll like, blow your brains right out your head. Oh, yeah. It's concussive. It's a joke, my dude. It's just <laughs> Still, it'd be great. Because I can see that logic coming going, well, I just need water for my face. And then, you know, yeah. who wants to drink from the fire hose? Uh, or, or, or you just kind of stay nearby. Wait, what? What? Uh, I was gonna say, do you watch? You, did you ever see the movie UHF? <laughs> no. Oh god! They're like, guess who gets to eat, drink from the fire hose? It's like this little kid show, and the kids like, yeah, and they just turn uh, a full a fire hose full blast on me. Gets like just knocked off the seat. Oh, oh my yeah. god! It's uh, what's his face, Kramer, that uh, does it. Yes. <laughs> and it's it's a dude. This kid goes flying. <laughs> just turn on the fire hose, and the kid's like. Uh, boom, and just go, and you're like, yeah, that's pretty much exactly how that works, dude. Weird Al's in this thing, Fran Drescher. Yeah, yeah it was man. Like, it was him at the at then his height. You know, he was yeah. like, yeah, you know, movie, and they're like, this is gonna be great. And they released it at the same time as Batman came out, and then UHF did not do that well because it's like the same time as Batman, Tim Burton's yeah. Batman. It's like, yeah. It's, it's, well. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, the other... Emo Phillips is in it, has a great part, uh, as a, <laughs> what is it, was he, like, a carpentry teacher or something like that? Who? Kramer Emo Phillips. Janitor. Oh, uh. No, Phillips was, uh. Joe Early, it says? Yeah, Joe Early, the, the local high school woodshop teacher or something like that. Oh, maybe. <laughs> it, it's a, it's a very weird movie, but you're watching, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. And and yeah. also, there well the uh what's his face uh, Daniel Radcliffe is playing uh, Weird Al in his uh, biopic. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. so excited! Which for that. is fantastic. And you know oh, what? Yeah. Even seeing the trailer, I was like, "Oh, this looks ridiculous! I can't yeah. wait to see it." Did you like, ever just completely ass man? I love it. Did you ever see a Swiss Army Man? Yes, I, to, I haven't seen it though. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's yeah. knowing that he can do whatever he wants and he just does whatever he wants like for projects he's not like he's not trying to make high art he just makes whatever he thinks is interesting and i love the hell out of that well he's like frankie muniz but not a complete asshole right like he he's he's like oh i did something as a kid now i'm rich i can do whatever i want but frankie muniz is apparently a dickhole so well didn't he also take like a bunch he has like brain damage and took a bunch of blows to the head look man he's like four foot eleven and has a weird shaped head i don't care you know he's a weird guy but, but he's Agent Cody Banks, so it's fine. Which made it worse, if anything. You're like, what are you what? Like, okay. pretend cool. pretend James Bond of something, but mm. everyone is taller than you and oh also you're a grown ass man? That's weird. That just so. sounds like Tom Cruise. All of that sounds like Tom Cruise. I like Tom Cruise, so I'm gonna say no. <laughs> but yeah, probably. They're all weird, man. Listen. I, it, it's a lot of short people that are getting famous that really, I'm just looking going, yeah. really? Okay. All right, yeah. sure. Well, whatever. I, like, what, one of my favorite, like, running gags on Family Guy is the we now return to, like, fake TV show, where it's like, we now return to a Tom Cruise movie with all the step stools included. 
<laughs> was it Family Guy that Tom Cruise was the same size as Stewie? He was the same size as the baby? I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's accurate, though. He's little, man. Yeah. We now return to Home Alone with competent robbers. <laughs> there's some ice there's some ice on the stairs to the basement so I guess just don't go down there um, <laughs> and uh, the doorknob was hot to the touch so I just took my hand off and then uh, and then like Kevin shows up at the top of the stairs and he's like hey just so you guys know I have a tarantula and then they shoot him and then like just there's seven witnesses and then that's it like, it's fantastic it's great it's great uh, well Andy so. thank you so much for coming on Generation Dan. Um, hey, thanks for having me. We, we have one more question for you, but first, do you want to like, uh, where can people find you and follow you and all that stuff? Uh, I'm at, on Instagram at uh, Andy Ryder again, and um, I think Twitter as the Andy Ryder. I obviously post there a lot, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Instagram at Andy Ryder again. Right on. Yeah. You can find uh, us at Generation Dan on Twitter, um, or you can follow me at Atlas Novak on Twitter, Instagram, and you can follow Caleb, who is not here, at Caleb Steve McDuff on Twitter. How about yeah. Yeah. Where apparently things are going to happen eventually at some point, probably after he moves. He'll be very tired. He's going to have to yeah. get on the thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm at uh, Dino the Genetic Marvel, uh, or my YouTube channel is under Big Bad Dino, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But you know, if you if you just Dino the Genetic Marvel, it's me. And mm -hmm. I put all all sorts of clips. I do it for this show, for other shows, all sorts of stuff. You should get a you should get a link tree. I got one of those recently. Um, I know it's supposed to make things more simple, but at the same mm -hmm. time, it's just driving me crazy because it's I don't know. I don't even know if the, I'm like what is happening with the whole world. Mm -hmm. you, the other day we had something that had thirteen hundred views, and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And it's like, and now no more. I'm like, yeah, oh. it's it's very random. And you'd think people are all like, oh, that was funny. I wonder if, if any of the others are good. Subscribe. Like, subscribe. Tell a friend. Leave a comment. I am getting subscribers. I'm up to 56. Ooh, so. that's good. Well, it's, I was only started posting stuff again uh, January, end of January mm -hmm. of this year, right? And, uh, and now I'm already up like 20 subscribers. So mm -hmm. it's something. I don't know. Well, then I see other people and they're like, oh, I got... I got uh, 400,000 subscribers in three months. And you're like, ah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> are they people though, or are they just bots? I don't know. Like, I wonder about that stuff sometimes. I, well, I don't know. There's a strong argument, Andrew, that we're all living in a simulation and this is the Truman Show for every individual person. It's very weird. And I'll be honest, at this point, I'm just going, ah, all right, sure. Maybe it's an, all an illusion, and uh, I'm just going to keep on talking until I say something that's awesome. That's I just love the idea. I, I, there was like a, a thing where Elon Musk was like, if I take over Twitter, I'm going to get rid of all the bots. I'm like, so basically all of your followers are going to be gone. Mm -hmm. Most of your things are bots, so. I don't think, maybe at one point. I don't know, dude, a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people, ha like, how much does that stuff cost? Like, I don't know. I'm not it, sure. A lot of people seem like they're like, well, you have to do it, and then it kind of takes off from there by itself. And I'm like, that seems weird. It seems like you just have to pay to become popular, and then people are like, and then now you're popular. I don't, I don't know. know. That I sounds weird. Depends. I don't um, know the 
same, but they wrote for Parks and Recreation. And they've written for like The Good Place, much other stuff. But like, if you go to their Twitter account, like they don't, I don't think they even post there anymore. But they were just like, hey, back in like 2007, I bought 400,000 followers uh, for like 500 bucks, and that's when I started getting noticed for some reason. Anyways, celebrities weird. See you later. And like that's his Twitter account. Like that's all it is. And it's like Aww. that's. And he's a funny guy. He's not funny. Like, he has a Netflix special and stuff like that, but it's just like, oh, that's well, crazy. Andrew, I'm not sure you noticed, but look at me. I'm a caricature of a human being. I think I could be famous, you know, in a weird kind of polarizing sense. Yeah, um, sure. You know, well, and, and I've learned to not be as mean on the internet. That's also... Remember, when I started the, uh, going on the internet, it was the Thunderdome, and I was like, peak hormones. It was not mm -hmm. a good time. I told a lot of people bad things. Yeah. It was horrific. If you ever got told off by Dino Diggler, it was me or a buddy of mine, and we were not nice to people. <laughs> Sorry. My apologies. I'm a better person now. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but. Well, our, our, our last question before you go, um, yeah. you being a comedian, what is your most memorable set, good, bad, weird, or otherwise? Uh, so this was like maybe two or three years into doing comedy, and um, me and a couple other people uh, all decided to go do, uh, we got asked to open up for a roller derby, uh, uh, competition, like a roller derby uh, event or whatever it's called. I don't know the right thing, but okay. I was like, be fun. Cause I like doing comedy in weird places. I'm like that comedy should not be happening. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, Dusty Slay was on the show too. It was like me and Dusty Slay, uh, who's like, I has a Netflix half hour and stuff like that. Um, but like we were on this thing together and um, we we're both like early in comedy and like uh, the guy who's hosting it, we kind of know him from comedy and he comes up to us immediately. And he's like, Hey, I told them not to do this. This is such a bad idea. He's like, the sound in here is awful that the sound just echoes everywhere. It doesn't, it will never reach the audience. And we we're like, Oh, okay. And then he's like, anyways, um, I'm going to bring you up first. Is that okay? I was like, yeah, that's fine. He's like, cool. And then he introduced me as his friend, Daniel, which is not my name. <laughs> yeah. And then as I'm doing comedy, people are just kind of staring at me. And I look behind me. And behind me is the roller women's roller derby team stre doing stretches and stuff like that. And then there's a couple of referees just skating backwards around me while I'm trying to do comedy this whole time. And I was like, I don't even know what's happening right now. <laughs> like, why did you have to come out right now? You have like a whole hour before that starts. You couldn't do this in the locker room of all places. Yeah. Uh, so this is happening. Uh, I don't think any of us did well as far as comedy goes. And then like Dusty uh, like went up to the person who was like sort of in charge of the thing. He was like, hey, I noticed you guys have food laid out. They're like, yeah, it's for some of our sponsors. He's like, yeah, can we have some of that to like make up for what just happened just now? And he was like, yeah, I guess so. So, like, Dusty, like, got his food and everything. <laughs> but it was such a bizarre thing just having people roller skate around me while I was doing comedy. I hated it <laughs> so much. What is going I'm, on? I'm imagining, like, a little raised thing, and they're, like, in the track around you, right? Or Oh, I wish. I wish. No, no, no. We were on the same. I was just on the bare gym floor. Uh, no stage whatsoever. Uh, just with a mic that I'm not still not sure worked. It might not have worked. I don't even know. <laughs> I feel like it's like a roller derby version of West Side Story where they're like going around you and like taunting yeah. you maybe like poking yeah. you with a stick or something. Yeah, there's definitely yeah. I feel like yeah, that's there are certain situations that you're like 
I don't know what to do in this situation. This is just, this is insane. And uh, yeah, good for you for surviving. That's you know. yeah. Hey, I made it through ten minutes. You know, did it. Boom. May you never, do, may you never do comedy at a roller derby. Again. Uh, <laughs> well, at least not with a not working mic. You know, yeah. you want to make sure it really has some good sound. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, that's well, fantastic. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Bye, Bye, everyone.